All right, welcome to House of Pride show, Wednesday, November 4th, live from San Francisco, the gayest city in the world. It's the House of Pride show. Today we have a special, fabulous, legendary, uh, twice nominated Grammy, uh, nominated twice. Did I just say that? (laughs) (laughs) Is it twice Grammy nominated performer Martha Wash? Yes, it is Martha Wash. Good guess. And you might have guessed by Carry On, one of her biggest solo hits, uh, which we were just sampling. Welcome to the House of Pride show with my um, famous San Francisco DJ, Sean Perry. Hello, San Francisco. Good evening. Yes, welcome. And stepping in for Pearl Tees today is the fabulous Cruz and Delu. Well, hello, San Francisco, from the gayest drag queen in America to the gayest city in America. It's Are just a... Uh, I am. Oh, extravaganza of gayness. <laughs> we'll, we'll be right back with more. Let's finish listening to this fabulous Martha Wash song. She will be with us live at 7 p.m., folks, so stay tuned. We're back at the House of Pride show. Oh, yes, we both got haircuts. We're talking about haircuts and, as we're listening to Martha Wash. And how much is your haircut in Chinatown these days? I didn't go to Chinatown. I went to the Tender Knob. Damn it. Tender Knob. <laughs> <laughs> 
I bet you my haircut's way less expensive than yours. So we are we're, we have a lively show for you today, folks, where we got DJ Sean Perry and Cruz and Delu with me. I'm Tweeka Turner. And uh, really, we're going to be uh, going in and out of all things Martha Wash. I mean, she's influenced most gay people's lives in one way or the other, mm-hmm. wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. You being a DJ. Well, God, I remember going out and hearing the Weather Girls, It's Raining Men, back in the day. 1982. Oh, my God, yes. I was, was already, 1982? I was, going, I was going out to the gay clubs in 1981. Were you DJing back then? No. Okay, so what clubs but were you going to? I was going to Bojangles in Sacramento. All right. Yes, being a Stockton boy. Well, and the, that was a big... That, that was the big rotation. the big 18 and over <laughs> gay nightclub in Sacramento. 18 and over? Yeah. Those were the days. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> when the dirty old men would sit on the other side of the glass and peer out at us chicken. Was there like a big extended version of It's Ringing Men? Yes. Oh. I think so. There must have been, right? Yeah, because everything was on 12-inch vinyl at that point. Ooh. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you know who, you know who, yeah, you know, here's the crazy part. You know who the first DJ was who inspired me, who was playing at Bojangles at that time? DJ John Miranda? No. <laughs> Even though he's that old. Um, Jim Hopkins from 440 oh, was the DJ oh, at Bojangles God. in Sacramento back in that day. Now, four, wow. Yes, he was my original inspiration. And wow. 440, of course, is that fabulous bar in the Castro. Yeah, I like 440. He used to be called. It was owned by somebody else in the Yeah, past. it used to be called Daddy's. Daddy's, that's right. I what remember great... when it was Daddy's, yes. Me too. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but I've only played there since it was 440. Oh, okay. Being a young buck that you are. Oh, yeah. So tell us <laughs> about... Young bear. DJ Sean Perry, tell, tell our listening audience uh, a little bit about um, what you're doing these days. Uh, what, what are some of your most exciting gigs? Oh, wow. I am working like crazy right now. Um, like, I'm working this week like six nights. So I'm working like three nights a week at Badlands in San Francisco. Uh, one night a week at Splash in San Jose. I have some private events coming up. I have a new party called Jump this Saturday at a bar called The Basement in the Tenderloin. I have Gus Presents Underworld coming up in a couple of weeks. I'm working at Q Bar. I've got, yeah, I've got, my calendar is full. It's crazy. That's great. And um, uh, I know Badlands. That's in the Castro, isn't it? Yes, it is the number one gay dance club in the Castro, the busiest one. Yes. When When did Badlands become a dance club? Back in the day when I remember it, it was just pool tables and a trough. Yeah, I remember when it was pool oh tables God, and a, a trough too. <laughs> well, well, the current owner Les bought it like 15 years ago and changed it into a dance bar 15 years ago with the music videos. But I remember back in the day, you would walk into that back room and there were pool tables and they were these large wooden benches with really high yeah, backs. Yeah, yeah. And you couldn't see what was going on on the other side. It was. No, those were the days. It was the days. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes, the things I did on those tall benches back in those days. <laughs> Me too. You all have, Maybe we did them together. Oh you all God. Have dirty minds. Um, just dirty, dirty minds. It is a possibility. <laughs> I well, was, I was more into yeah, white guys twenty years ago. So. That's yeah. me. <laughs> Cruz and Delu, what have you been up to? Oh my goodness gracious, I have been everywhere, and it's been really quite a joy. 
more things are happening. I've been down in the South Bay at a uh, club called King of Clubs down in Mountain View, helping a new show start down there. Uh, I've been doing uh, Sex, Drags, and Rock and Roll up here. I did Mother up here. And now I am most excited about a new show that I, along with the fabulous Tweeka Turner... I'm helping to start here at Balançois. So we're going to get that started and up off the ground, and it's going to be fantastic. Oh, that's right. I just remembered. It's this Thursday, isn't it? It's tomorrow. Oh, Oh my God. Really? Awesome. Yes. Are you coming? Sadly, I'm working at Splash tomorrow night, so I will be in San Jose. Oh, well. So, folks, you have many choices. Come If you're in San Francisco, come to Balançois, which is located at... Balançois is located right down the street at on Mission Street between 22nd and 23rd. Uh, What's street. the exact address? I'm getting the exact address <laughs> right this very second. Don't you have it, Tweeka? I'm 2565 Mission Street. That's what I was going to say, 2565. 2565 Mission Street. Uh, and uh, it's going to be fantastic. Starting at 10 p.m., it's going to be really amazing. we got a full lineup of... Uh, regular everyday drag queens to people who you're going to look at and see their act and say, what the hell did I just see? Well, give us an example of some of the performers that you have on your lineup. Well, we are featuring this week, we're featuring Alexiu In from Mama's Boys. Do you know Mama's Boys? Yes. Mama's Boys is a wonderful trio of drag kings that uh, have just gotten off their European tour. And Alex is going to be uh, featuring here at Balançois tomorrow night. We also have an amazing performer who I just did uh, the uh, monster show at the Edge with her for Little Miss Monster, Kai Kai B. Michaels. Oh, uh, I, I like her. I love Kai Kai. Yeah, and she did something good. that actually frightened me, which uh, I was... The rest of the night, I was I was afraid after seeing her. <laughs> Were you slightly traumatized? I was. I was what happened? Slightly traumatized. Please tell me. Tell me. I gotta know. Well, she dressed as sort of a, a, a makeshift Krampus, which Krampus is the uh, demon <laughs> that makes Christmas hell for people. Mm-hmm. And she had hooves. She had cloven hooves, and she had blood dripping and spluttering out of her mouth. And she had her cheeks look like they were slit up here and she used a mace you know a mace the bar with the chain and the ball Mm -hmm. yeah 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 and she sodomized somebody on stage with that mace will she be (laughs) (laughs) wow will she be uh, will she she be reenacting this on tomorrow I'm not sure what she's going to bring for us I told them for this first show that they just bring something (laughs) out of this world so are are they laying the plastic on the floors to balance wall tomorrow there's going to be a splash zone in the front I think oh my goodness then uh, (laughs) we also have a great performer she's actually a new queen but she's really creative her name's Rockham Sakura do you remember Rockham Sakura She's a great little queen. She's hilarious. Uh, she will sometimes lip sync to a full Japanese song. Awesome. Uh, and you're just looking at her thinking, what's going on? But she's com- incredibly entertaining. and Does she speak busy. Japanese? No, she does not. Oh, so whether so. or not she's getting the words right is completely, completely up for grabs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now, Sean, do you speak um, Japanese or Chinese? No, I do not. Okay. How about Korean? No. No. Mm-hmm. Kimchi is as much as I know in Korean. 
<laughs> Domo arigato, Mr. Roboto. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Sayonara. <laughs> um, yay. Well, um, yes, I will be there putting the Queen's CDs on. How exciting. And I, and I wish... Plus more. Come on. You are more I than will be, that. I will be in. Will I be in drag? I guess I will. Will I, you be in drag? Yes. I hope you'll be in drag. I will. I will They're always you. in drag when you're performing and DJing. <laughs> Come on, girl. Uh, you look yes. flawless in that DJ booth at the end up in a, as a drag queen. Do you you're think, the you're the only one who I ever <laughs> the only one they let in as a drag queen. I don't think they knew. It was a stealth. Oh, <laughs> okay. Stealth drag queen. Stealth injection. She's into that. SDQ. <laughs> but I I have a funny story about that. Um, there was a phantom um bass and beat coming from somewhere, and uh, Michael and I, Michael's the producer of Shangri La, we were trying to um figure out where the hell it was coming from. We couldn't find it. Couldn't a find phanta- the source. A phantom what? Bass and beat like low but you could stu- you could oh, hear oh really it. yeah so i i thought maybe it was like a ghost of someone <gasps> lord knows many djs have yeah i mean no um, comment no comment but that was <laughs> that was weird Take a lock. that was strange <laughs> Anyways, we are um, going in and out of uh, the topic of Moth the Wash because we are interviewing her folks at 7 p.m. She's in New York, so we're calling her at 10 p.m., a little late on her side. But um, I'd love to know more, Sean, about how that music, uh, other than the Weather Girls, influenced your career as a DJ. Well, I mean, right now, she's got a couple songs out that I love playing. Um, Her song, Free People, with Tony Moran, is amazing, and I... I'm so curious if when she goes to perform some of these songs, if she has inputs as to as far as the lyrics and who writes the song and if she's part of that that's, process. That's a good question. Because, I, I mean, I'm sure I her and Tony, her and Tony both live in New York, correct? Mm-hmm. And they're probably working together. Yeah. Yeah. The last two big number ones were from with Tony Moran. Yeah. So, also the song I'm Not Coming Down. That, I love that song. Oh, yes. that was amazing. Yeah. So yeah. is it fair to say you spin that? Yeah. They're still both. I'm still playing both of them. Where do they go over best? Um, at Underworld. You know, Circuit Parties, because it's a big room song and it sounds really good. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a big room song for sure. I wouldn't really play it at Splash. Um, Badlands has copies of it, and I played them late night, like one o'clock in the morning. That's a different animal over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Badlands, you never really know what you're going to get until you're there. It could be Straight Girl Wednesday from the marina. It could be, um, yeah, it's always different. You can never go into Badlands with a plan. Ever. Okay, well, note, it, note it here. <laughs> Did if, you write that down, Tweeka? I've made a mental note. Okay, uh, good. Folks listening to us can call if they'd like. Uh, you know, you can actually call or uh, message us on Facebook in real time. If you have any uh, questions for Martha Wash, uh, you feel free to let us know, and, and we'll, we'll um, juggle it her way. Uh, the number here is 415-550-0511. That's 415 415-550- Zero five one one. Wow! Oh my I'm God! So I've been practicing. I've been waiting for that line for so long now. Oh my gosh! You look so happy when it I'm came like, out of your mouth. I'm like, oh my gosh! I'm suddenly Pearl Tease. <laughs> <laughs> that was a slam, well. slam dunk. 
<laughs> so let's hear another Ma- Martha Wash song. Um, now, we, we already played Carry On, which was her first number one after she left, um, after she, you know, left, she sang for uh, Black Box and CC in the Music Factory mm. and all of that. We all know the, that whole story, right? Well, of course. Okay. So Carry On was the first uh, song on her own uh, um, with her label. And then the follow-up was Give It To You, which was also number one on the dance charts. Check it out. I'm gonna... Oh, that brings back great memories. Martha Wash, give it 
to you, number one on the dance charts, and also cracked the top 100 on the pop charts. Congratulations, wow. Malta. We love that. Um, uh, now we have live on the telephone, uh, Cruz and, and Sean, um, we have with us uh, James Arena. Are you with us? I sure am, and as always, it is great to be back with you. Welcome. How are you? I'm doing just fine, just fine. It's been a beautiful day here in New York, and uh, it's always fun to be on your show, so I thank you again for always having me on. I really enjoy it. Well, uh, you are in the presence of not only Tweeka, but uh, uh, sitting in for Pearl Tees today is Cruz and DeLue. Hi, James. Hey there. How are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm doing just fine, just fine. Well, glad to hear it. Your voice sounds so strong and healthy. <laughs> She's a nurturing well, type of queen. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> My bosom is ready well, to be I suckled. Guess I'm doing okay. Uh, settle down, uh, Cruz and <laughs> We have some ba- serious business to discuss. And then there we go. <laughs> also with us is uh, DJ Sean Perry. Sean Perry, how are you? I'm doing fabulous, James. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Awesome. For the third time, James is doing just fine. <laughs> He's okay? Okay, He's thank well. you. Yeah, I just wanted to reiterate. <laughs> we you were just being that. Yes. <laughs> My mom taught me well. Oh, you guys are just so nice today on the House of Pride. You should be nervous. You should be nervous. So, James, thank you so much. You're, you're such a the gentleman to come in when we have these big diva dance artists uh, interviews to um, send us off on a, on a good note as we uh, before the interview. And then this one, she's quite a legend, isn't she? Oh, she sure is. And she's actually become a, a very good friend. And I have a great deal of respect and admiration for Martha Wash. I, I just love her. I remember when I bought my very first Martha Wash record, and that was, uh, you know, through Sylvester. I bought the Step 2 album, which uh, had their big hits, uh, You Make Me Feel Mighty Real and Dance Disco Heat. And that was when uh, Martha was doing backup work for him as Two Tons of Fun. And, uh, you know, the, the amazing thing that I love about Martha is, you know, we talk about the disco era, and we talk about all these eras in dance music, and Martha was a part of all of them. She's had hits through the entire four decades of contemporary dance music, and she's still having hits today with uh, Tony Moran and the First Ladies of Disco group that she's now a part of, which was inspired by my book, I must add. <laughs> and uh, I-, I just love Martha. She's a wonderful person to know. Uh, her history is so amazing, and she's a, a real lady. She's like a, a very elegant singer in in show business like you know when you're around martha wash you know you're around somebody with a great deal of prestige and a great deal of talent how did you um was it how did you approach her for the book well she's actually going to be in uh she's going to be in two books technically that i've done she did the first book first ladies of disco for me a couple of years ago we had a great interview with that and over the course of events you know uh, i've gotten to know her better uh, we're uh, managed by the same person, actually, James Washington. And uh, it's, it's just been a very exciting experience. She just did an interview for me for a new book that I'm working on for the 90s. And, of course, Martha played a huge role during the 90s with CNC Music Factory, Black Box. Martha's just amazing. I mean, I, there's nothing she can't do. And 
when I think about her history in this business, it's just really quite astonishing. It's raining men. I mean, the list is so huge. It's really incredible. I agree. Every decade, there she's left a, a yeah, strong imprint on on music. Um, what was your favorite Martha Wash song when she was part of the group, the Weather Girls? What well, two tons I mean, of fun? Of course, you can't. How can you deny um, it's raining men? But for me personally, they did a song after that record called Success, which was written by um, Paul Jabara, I believe. And it was, uh, what a great song it is. If you ever get a chance to hear it, it's very funny. It has a lot of humor in it. It's very theatrical. It has a real Broadway feel to it. It's just a fun, fun, deliriously uplifting song. <laughs> and uh, they just did a wonderful, the girls did a wonderful job on that. Sean, have you heard that one? Which one? I'm sorry. What's, what song was it called? It's called Success. No, you don't. I'm totally not familiar with that song. Wow, you need to get hold of that, especially in the 12-inch single form. It, it's very, very amusing. You will really get a kick out of it. Okay, I okay. mean, after It's Raining Men, it, the rest of the singles that they had after that kind of didn't get quite as much attention, but, um, but they should have. I, there were really a lot of good songs on their album. They did a version of uh, I'm Gonna Wash That Man Right Out of My Hair. <laughs> you know, it was a very snappy, <laughs> but fun album and it, it was just a great which is what it should have been you know it wasn't meant to be a big serious project but uh still the artistry is there the voice is there it's really a, a wonderful thing absolutely i mean i love that um a part of the sylvester group they they used um Martha and Azora's voice, um, they blended the voices, so sometimes it, it sounded as if their, Martha's voice stood out as lead in, when Sylvester was it, it, doing his thing. I think they thing. also lent a very gospel-sounding uh, vocal to Sylvester's work. I mean, they were, I just can't imagine any other backup singers uh, that would have been as exciting as those ladies were at that time. And the, the wonderful thing about Martha Wash is, if you hear her today, we recently did a gig in New York City uh, for First Ladies of Disco, the new group that she's a part of. And um, Oh, that's right. Where was that out at again? That was at Joe's Pub in New York City. Two sold-out nights. It was an amazing show. Of course, they sang their new single, uh, Show Some Love. Mm -hmm. And uh, we got to talk about the book on stage and stuff. And it was just an amazing thing. And when you... You watch the people respond to her voice and how she presents herself on stage. It was amazing to see the enthusiasm. The audience was out of control. I, I, it was really quite a show. I, it was really unforgettable, if I may go so far as to say that. Uh, what was your role in it? Did you introduce them? I did. I did. What a what a break for me. I mean, you can imagine. Oh my God. Uh, you know, I got I got on the stage at the beginning of the show and uh, tried to get the audience revved up as if they needed to be revved up. They were already quite uh, quite excited. Um, and I just was able to introduce Martha Wash uh, as she was the first vocalist to come out. So uh, that is a real thrill for me. Anytime I have the opportunity to introduce these, these great women from these books, it, it means a great deal to me. And well, let's I have, have, um, I, let's have a I quick... Younger, I yeah. never could have dreamed that this... <laughs> was going to happen to me that i would have these opportunities and it's just very exciting for me let's have a quick level. listen to what most folks would consider their biggest hit uh as the weather girls uh it's ringing men of course 
it, it's an amazing song. You know, it, it has, uh, again, it has that humor to it, uh, but it was a very high-energy dance song. I remember, the thing I remember mostly about that song is when it would come on, when you hear that thunder and lightning at the opening of the song, people would charge out onto the dance floor. Yeah, they would. Gay, straight, anything in between, every person would race out to that floor, it would become packed the capacity to dance to that song because it was just so amazing and it was so mm-hmm. much fun to dance to. So All right, James, hold really your hold hold that thought, here. James. Hold that thought. We're gonna just listen for it to ten seconds of It's Ringing Man. Yes, uh, I, you know, God bless Mother Nature. I would love it to ring men. (laughs) The funny part about that song was uh, many artists were offered the opportunity to sing that, and several turned it down. And uh, well, it's our blessing that Martha and Idora uh, agreed to do it. And what a what a classic we have now. Yes, that's forever locked into history. Funny that that song didn't almost crack the top forty in America. Didn't quite make it, uh, but was top. Number two in England, and I think top ten in Australia. Isn't that interesting? Being that Martha is, is an American it is artist. Interesting, but you know the funny that you mentioned that 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 maybe it didn't go tremendously high on the chart, and yet everybody knows that song. So that really speaks volumes, in my opinion, because it, it wasn't necessarily you know top five here in the U.S., but. Still, everybody in this country knows that song. Oh, yeah. So I mean, it, I work... It almost doesn't matter what it, what it did on the chart. Yeah, and DJ Sean Perry, you probably know... You uh, know, I, I work at a video bar here in San Francisco called Badlands, and it's in our library, and every once in a while, I'll pull it out on a Sunday afternoon, and it still gets a huge reaction. It's always going to be a classic. Do, pe- do people run out to the dance floor? Yeah. I love that song. I really do. <laughs> it's amazing how after all these decades, that song has still just persisted as one of the great gay anthems that, uh, of all uh, time, of all time. And I that's, think if you ever right. were to and put together some dated. sort of, there's nothing dated sounding about it. It sounds like it could have been produced today. You're, you're absolutely right. Well, they nailed those vocal performances. The gospel in, the, in that recording is yeah. just amazing. Um, and the video is just so tongue-in-cheek. It's, there's so much humor there. And, uh, <laughs> it's so cheesy. <laughs> yes. It is so cheesy. But in a good way. But, I mean, it's <laughs> camp. It's, it's 1980s camp. cheese. <laughs> it's camp. Exactly. It's all, it's all camp. Take a listen. You know, do yourselves a favor. Take a listen to that song and then listen to her new song, Show Some Love. And I'm telling you, she is just as powerful today as she was. Oh, I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah. You know, Martha Wash is always in my bag of music. I play at many circuit parties here in California, and she's she is always on my playlist, always. Mm -hmm. And James, uh, show some love. One of the remixes was actually our friend, San Francisco friend John Lepage. 
Oh, that's one of my favorite mixes. That was one of the original extended mixes of that song. I, yeah. I've been playing the Razor and, Guido, Razor and Guido remix. Oh, okay. The Razor and Guido remix <laughs> yes. is, is uh, Sean Perry's favorite. It's it's hot. Yeah. It's yes. a great collection of remixes on that record. As a pop record, it sounds amazing. As a dance record, it sounds amazing. So you really can't lose in any version of it. Was Martha very approachable when you for the first book? Was it hard to get to her, or was she into it? You know what? For all the artists in the book, I felt very lucky I got any of them. I mean, I, I was when I started that book, I, uh, you know, I was an unknown writer. I didn't know if anybody at all would speak to me, and uh, I thought I'd be lucky if I got five people to speak to me, and I ended up with thirty-two in that book. And Martha was certainly, uh, you know, among the most prestigious of artists that appeared in it. And uh, I was very nervous speaking to her because, of, you know, just, it's Martha Wash, you know? It's, yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny uh, because as a, ga- you know, a as a... time mm-hmm. act or anything. No. It's, uh, it's somebody who's, uh, you know, a, a really accomplished vocalist. And uh, she was wonderful. She's always treated me very well. She, uh, again, she interviewed for this new book that I'm working on for the 90s that will be out next year. And again, she was very forthcoming with information. And uh, she's not the type of person who likes to necessarily live in the past. She definitely does not do that. But um, she's very gracious about her memories about that time. And at the same time, she's always trying to move forward and do exciting new things and she succeeds tremendously so folks listening to us uh james has a couple books out now uh so you if you haven't gotten your copy of first ladies of disco you should go to where to get it uh just look do yourself a favor go on to amazon just either look up my name james arena a-r-e-n-a you'll see all the books that i've published there's a new one coming out early in 2016 called legends of disco and then there'll be, later in the year, a great one that's coming out on the 90s, which is really going to blow you away. So uh, I think, uh, take a look at them. I think they're, they're great reads. It's really not my words in the book. It's the words of these uh, artists. And I think what they have to say is very important. And I think you'll find it entertaining and informative. Well, Tweeka, I am mm-hmm. looking at Amazon.com right now. What does it say? And looking at James's book, and it looks fantastic. It's called officially "The First Ladies of Disco." Thirty-two stars discuss the era and their singing careers. Oh my God! It can hardly contain myself cruising. It's amazing. <laughs> That's the reaction I like to get. Yes. <laughs> Wait till you see the Broadway show version. Oh, are you guys what? working on that? Where does this thing stop? It just keeps growing. When something like that happens, (laughs) we're working very hard. So, James, tell me. um, You'll be very pleased and surprised by the things that develop over the next year or two. It does sound fabulous. Uh, Tell me how the process went between the book, The First Ladies of Disco, and now the group, The First Ladies of Disco. Uh, You know, that is really a wonderful outcome of this book. Just the thrill of doing the book was amazing for me personally, but. James Washington, who manages uh, Martha and I, um, you know, he had the idea of taking these great heritage artists and maybe putting together some kind of a group. Um, Not in the usual way where you just have, you know, uh, old-time disco singers go up on a stage and just rehash their hits. We wanted to do, you know, music that was contemporary and uh, shows the progression of these women and show them as viable forces today, not just 
based on what they did in the past. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Joe's Pub uh, performance that we did in New York City a couple of weekends ago, which sold out twice, uh, really showed that. I, I, I think if you get a chance to see these ladies perform, and they're performing under the name of the book, which was First Ladies of Disco, um, you're going to be blown away by it. it. It was an amazing show, and I may sound biased because <laughs> of my connection to it, but the sophistication of the show, the performances, the vocals, the musicianship of the band, everything about this show was incredible. And the standing ovation they got at the end, you know, just was uh, testified to just how great it really is. Mm -hmm. Now, did you? Did they have to ask you permission to use First Ladies of Disco as the name of the group? Oh no! I mean, like we <laughs> we worked all of that out, but uh, yeah, I I was thrilled by that. I mean, that's as beneficial to me. Uh, as it could be to them. It's, I, it's yeah. actually more beneficial to me because it does bring attention to the book, which I'm very grateful for. But um, it's an ironic name for them because um, it, it does reference their disco heritage, but yet they're singing uh, very contemporary music and new tracks and stuff and moving their careers forward at the same time that they're honoring their past. So First Ladies of Disco is, is sort of an interesting name for them. Uh, it's, it makes some people's eyebrows get raised, but I think when you see the... Uh, see these ladies perform under that banner you're going to be very impressed and you'll you'll see the different uh the positions that they create in the course of the show and it's most interesting does it ruffle anyone's feathers as well as raise their eyebrows since there was 32 first ladies of disco and only three are in this group by the other 20 well, you know <laughs> I, i'll say this you know there are going to be opportunities for other vocalists from the book to uh do this show in other areas of the country where it makes oh really yeah so i mean uh, that, that's always a, a possibility with this show our core members are linda clifford evelyn champagne king and martha wash and mm -hmm. that's, that's as it stands today but there's always the possibility of bringing in other guests into the show um we're always thinking about that and looking how to include other vocalists whatever ends up happening it's just going to make the show even better and uh uh, it, it's. Um, I don't think the women, uh, in any event, are competitive amongst themselves like that. I think everybody would love to be in this show, to be quite honest with you. But uh, you know, it's going to work out. I, I think everybody benefits by the progress that this group and show and book make. So now that the demand is so high, uh, is there another show in the works? Uh, absolutely. James Washington is always busy uh, uh, getting this show uh, out there to other venues in other cities. Uh, we definitely have gigs lined up for 2016. Uh, I, I don't know that all of them are confirmed yet, so I, I can't give you specifics. But if you keep watching Facebook, uh, Twitter, you're going to see all the information. You can go to firstladiesofdiscoshow.com. You'll see uh, all the latest information about where the show will be. Oh, okay. Yay. Awesome. Yes. I know. If you're online, make sure you go over to Amazon and pick up all the books. Yes, buy those books, folks. It's it's a <laughs> great stocking reading. stuffer. Tis the season. Tis yes. the season. Yeah, what a great gift they would make. <laughs> That's right. Do they get a I discount if that. they buy That's it right now? True. 20% off if they mention House of Pride Radio. 
<laughs> he's like, no. Yes. <laughs> he's like, ha, 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 ha. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I just laughed. <laughs> Um, well, listen, we're going to go out with playing a Show Some Love uh, from the First Ladies of Disco and uh, and then get ready for um, our phone call with Martha. Now, where did, is she on Long Island? She's here in New York. She's in the New York area. Okay. And uh, I'm sure she's going to have a blast because you guys are always a lot of fun. And uh, she'll get a kick out of this, I think. So uh, I think you're going to have a great conversation. She's a lovely, lovely lady. And, um, you know, you're talking to somebody who uh, is really one of the, the vital voices of this genre of music. And uh, it, it's just... Uh, it's going to be a very exciting show for you, I'm quite sure. Thank you, James, again for um, coming on House of Pride Radio and doing this fabulous send, send up to Martha Wash. We really you appreciate it. You ask me back anytime. I'll be happy <laughs> to be here at the drop of a hat. Don't we have worry. to see you in person here at some point. Oh, I hope to get out on the West Coast and then if I do, I would be most honored to join you there in the studio. That would be a lot of fun. All awesome. right. Awesome. Wonderful. It was wonderful talking to you. Have a great night, James. You too. Give my love to Martha. We sure will. Okay, folks, here it is. Show some love from the First Ladies of Disco.
Oh, and that's the John LePage version of Show Some Love. First Ladies of Disco featuring Martha Wash. Linda Clifford. And Evelyn Champagne King. Absolutely flawless. I love this song. Yes. And there's many remixes out there that you are playing. Which one do you... I'm playing the Razor and Guido remix. Yes, folks. So go to iTunes and support these fabulous artists. Or if you don't find it on iTunes, bport.com has all your major music needs. Is that a good one, Sean? Absolutely. It's one of the best ones out there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I love Beatport. And Beatport loves you. Yes. <laughs> yes, they love sending they love taking money off my credit card. Oh. Folks, if you're in San Francisco looking for a place to get down tonight, dance, great drinks, Sean Perry is DJing at I'm gonna be at Bedlands tonight from nine until two. It'll be uh, no cover charge. There'll be some drink specials. I'm sure we'll have our usual um, oh god, what is that hideous drink, that shot? Fireball. Oh, I love that. Oh, fireball. fireball. Everyone must go to Badlands. $3 fireball shots. (laughs) Yes. And uh, Badlands is located on 18th, right? Yes. 18th near Castro. You can't miss it. No. It is an icon (laughs) in the city. Like you. Oh, thanks. And like you. And like cruising. Cruising. What bathroom will you, you be cruising this evening? Well, this evening is the Target Emeryville stall number three. Just tap your toe twice. I'll know it's you. I'm giving a special today for Social Security checks. Really? Yes. It's that time of month. Yes. 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 Is, so. that, is that the feather massage? <laughs> Well, actually, I'll accept your Social Security check as payment. Oh, I see. Yes. But I I will give the feather massage if that's what you want. I also hear there's an express bus from Oakland Airport for all senators to that target. (laughs) I am so glad you've done your research. Yes, you know, I'm I'm up on things. (laughs) Well, now that the whole, all 15 of our listeners know... You might have to hire an assistant. <laughs> well, uh, well, I would have to do some auditions is actually what I would have to do. And you're not allowed to wear khaki and red. <gasps> Just saying. No. Well, maybe no. for Christmas. No. no. Okay, never. 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 <laughs> it's brown and green for Christmas. Come on. <laughs> That's the color of my underwear. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> Boxers or briefs. <laughs> Actually, commando. Oh, God. (laughs) Then you lied. Lie, lies, lies. All right. It's the color of the inside of my pants. God damn drag queens. (laughs) Surrounded. You guys are just so funny. We know. (laughs) You know, when you have a gift, it comes naturally. (laughs) One has to share. (laughs) For all 15 of our listeners. Oh, shout out to Mia Ho, who who unfortunately didn't make it tonight. She was. Where uh, is she? Is she stuck know. on Amtrak somewhere? Oh, she Let's might be she... at the she might be at the Target at Emeryville, girl. She's working your trade. Well, I've got a padlock on, <laughs> on stall number three. They okay. know that the good stuff's in stall number three. Okay, that's the that's the larger stall. Of course, <laughs> yes, I understand. <laughs> I have some curtains hung up and candles, you know, just to make it homey. Mm-hmm. I'll purchase a Target, I'm sure. Well, purchased. Okay. <laughs> exactly. It's like the stuff that hangs out in the employee break room. It's just there. No, don't ask any questions. Stop asking questions. Let's see if Mia Ho has messaged us on Uh-oh. Facebook. 
Where the, is she? The internet is quite slow tonight. I'm having a hard time getting on. I can't pull up that website that you were asking oh, me for. Oh, all right. Yeah, don't worry about it. No, she hasn't. She just kind of just... Disappeared. Yeah. You know how some of these queens can be. Yes. But, uh, well, we are getting close to the top of the hour, Sean. I know. We're nine minutes away from Miss Martha Wash. Oh, my God. I can't. I can hardly contain myself. <laughs> I'm all a Twitter. I can tell. <laughs> Twitter loves you for that. Hashtag. Oh, I Hashtag went, I, love. I didn't even mean that. <laughs> Twitter, I take it back. Hashtag love. <laughs> so, oh, let's talk politics for a second. No. Did you guys vote? I voted. Uh-huh. I don't speak politics. Sorry. I have a line. Well, that's good. You just drew your little line in the sand there, didn't you? We're not going to cross that. Nope. Tweeka, we're not going to cross that. Oh, all right. Well, we're not a political show anyways. So we are going, what we're going to do then is play one more Martha Wash song. Is that okay? Absolutely. I would love it. And then we'll, we'll call her and get this party started. So, um, as James was, uh, mentioning the, uh, She's been working with Tony Moran a lot, and the last two number ones she's had on Billboard Club Charts are, were collaborations with him. Sean, you probably know Free People. Yeah, yeah, Free People, absolutely. I play it every time. Oh, my Still, God, Sean, yeah. this is fabulous. So here it is. It's a <laughs> Free People, Tony Moran and Warren Rigg, the radio edit, Martha Wash. Check it out, folks. It's up to you to make it true When you're staring in the mirror Bringing hate up on your face You should know your heart is gold And they can't take that away So be free, free, free
All right, folks, we're back live, House of Pride Radio, and we were just listening to Free People, Tony Moran, featuring the fabulous Martha Wash. And folks, guess what? We have Martha Wash with us live. Are you there, Martha? Yes, I am. How are you? Um, we're doing good. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, be with us today on the House of Pride Radio. We just love you here. And I have um, uh, famous DJ Sean Perry from San Francisco sitting with me. Hi, Martha. How are you doing tonight? Good, good. Awesome. And my lovely co-host, Cruz and Deleu. <laughs> Hello, Martha Wash. This is a pivotal moment in my life to be able to say those, uh, those few words. Hello, Martha Wash. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, Martha, we're super excited that you are coming out here to San Francisco for this huge uh, fundraiser event on on um, December 7th. Um, can you tell, tell us a little bit about what folks should expect? Well, I just want folks to come out and spend money. <laughs> spend money. Have a good time. Enjoy the entertainment. And it's all for a good cause, you know, uh, uh, this organization helps a lot of other different organizations uh, 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 fund their services and things like that. You know, uh, hunger programs and, and, and programs for disadvantaged youth and, and HIV AIDS services and things like that. So it's all going to be fun. It sounds like it's going to be just an epic event. Um, and again, that's on December 7th right here in San Francisco. Uh, Cruz, and what's the name of that event? Uh, it is called Help is on the Way for the Holidays uh, episode, or or the it's the 14th one that they've held. Fabulous. Um, so, uh, Martha, is it true that you're originally a resident of San Francisco? I am. Oh, my God. Do you still, is your heart still here, or is it just, have you lived too far for too long? I've, I've, I've been here uh, <laughs> so long now. <laughs> you're you're in New York now, right? Yeah, I am in New York. Exactly. We just got exactly. off the phone with James Arena, and he said, "Send sends you his love." Ah. We were talking I about. I was, I was, yeah, I was going to call him. See how he's doing. Oh yeah, he uh, super busy. Uh, we were talking about. Um, what, James and I are friends too. He's been on our show by telephone a few times because uh, I'm a super fan of uh, his book, First Ladies of Disco, and and how wonderful it is that from his book to your new group, First Ladies uh, of uh, Disco, with Linda Clifford and Evelyn Champagne King. Um, what has that experience been like for you so far? It's been great. It's been great. We just got through doing a, a two night show in New York City at uh, at Joe's Pub. And it was both nights were sold out, and it was just absolutely fantastic. Everybody had a real good time, and the ladies and myself, we had a good time. So uh, it's just been really, really great. And we're looking forward to uh, some more shows coming up uh, for next year and uh, going out on tour and, and, and recording some more music. Is it a different trip uh, performing with, uh, you know, in, within a group as opposed to? doing it alone solo well uh, yeah it's different it, you know naturally because you have when it's just by yourself uh, you're the only one that you have to basically deal with I mean, you know, <laughs> but uh, we, we we've all known each other for many many years and have done shows with each other over the years 
this was just our first time working together in a group form, and we're we're really um, really really happy about it because we basically kind of know each other, you know, and, and, and things like that. So we're we're basically good to go. We're basically good to go. Yeah, I'm sure you guys are very much family-oriented and get along like that. How long have you known Evelyn Champagne King? Just curious. Oh, God. I've known her, geez, for some years. I think uh, I've known uh, Linda a little bit longer than Evelyn, although I've worked with Evelyn a little bit more than working with Linda. Look, it's been a good 30 years or so. Awesome. Wow. So... Again, working with each other off and on over the years, we've been um, we've all been able to uh, uh, you know come together. This is just a different form of us coming together. It's a little bit more closer now. I'll put it like that. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure. Travel and traveling with the them and working with them, you know, it's got to be just such a, a tight fit, like family atmosphere with you guys. Because you're all just such amazing divas to me. I love all of you guys' performance. You know, I've been going out as a gay man for 30 years now. And when your song, It's Rainy Men, originally came out, it was truly one of my inspirations. And, you know, I, as a DJ, I still play your music every time I work. And I love your voice. Your voice is so truly amazing to me. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. We we played the new hit top ten on Billboard Club. Show some love from First Ladies of yeah. Disco. Uh, congratulations, uh, another top ten, and you so deserve this. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Yeah, we're really really happy about it, and uh, uh, a big thanks to uh, uh, the DJs out there who really really supported it. Uh, yeah, we're, we were really really happy about that. And um, is it fair to say we may get another treat, um, perhaps another release? Yes, sometime next year. Oh, Ooh, sometime all right. Year, yeah. That's good news. <laughs> That's like an early Christmas <laughs> present right there. Yes. <laughs> well, a late Christmas present, Lulu. No, no, like the news of it's an early one. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> keep up, keep up. All right. Um, so, Martha, I have a special message for you from Tony. Tony Moran. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here it is. You have to listen up. It's it's on a an MP3 he sent me. Hello, everyone. My name is Tony Moran, and I just want to welcome you all to the House of Pride radio show with Tweeka. And I was excited to hear from Tweeka um, earlier this week as she was telling me that you guys were going to have a special, special guest artist on your radio show tonight. Somebody who I'm truly proud of. And uh, I guess I should just say her name first. Martha Wash. The incredible, legendary, iconic Martha Wash. And I just want to say that, you know, throughout my my own history, I mean, I've never met an artist that has so made an impact on, through her one signature voice, through generations of music. And I've just had the total pleasure and honor of being with someone that I can just only call a 100 percenter. Because that's what she gives it, whether she's singing, 
writing, performing, putting out music on her own label, collaborating with others. My experience with her is that she gives it all she's got, and she's got a lot left to give. So I just want to welcome you all. Welcome, Martha. Know that I love you. We just had another number one song called Free People that we worked on together. And um, you know what? She's got plenty to go. Thank you very much. My name is Tony Moran, House of Pride Radio Show. Take over. Thank you, Tony. Did you hear that, Martha? I did. I did. That was uh, really, really sweet. Yeah. I've known Tony off and on for many years. And. uh, the first number one we did was 19, uh, uh, not 19, uh, 2007, 2000, 2007, 2008. Oh, yeah, yeah. Keep uh, Your Body Working. Keep body working. So, that, yeah, that was a great, uh, that was, that was, I still like that song, uh, yeah, Keep Your Body Working. Yeah, great uh, uh, writer, producer, DJ, just a great guy. Absolutely, Tony comes out here yeah. quite a bit, yeah. so I'm I love listening to him. Yes, uh, yeah, I'm down with Tony too. He's he's so nice. I mean, he's been nice to us for to uh, for to House of Pride. I think we're interviewing him in the future as well. So uh, gonna get into oh, cool. yeah, gonna get into his story. But uh, I love that you guys are working together. It sounds like a great fit. Uh, you've had the number one free people, the number one or the number two. I'm not coming down, and then keep your body working. So you right. got to. Good thing going. So, yeah. so Martha, yeah. I was, uh-huh. I was. This is cruising Delu here. I was looking at your website, <laughs> and I have to say, girl, you look more beautiful now than uh, I think you have ever looked. You look just radiant uh, in those pictures, and that uh, blue gown with the feather collar. I love that. She wants to borrow it. Oh, can I borrow it? No, you can't. Get your own girl. (laughs) No, you really, in in all honesty, you look really, really beautiful. And I have to also say that your voice has never sounded better. It really sounds so beautiful and clear and uh, still has that 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 resonance that uh, we all just recognize when we hear it come up on the clubs and on the radio uh, that beautiful resonance that just uh, is just your signature sound. Thank you, thank you. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm holding on. <laughs> what can I tell you? <laughs> yes, please do. I want to DJ uh, yeah. for like another twenty years, and I want to be playing you until the very end. <laughs> oh, you, God. you will, Sean. You will. Um, uh, I, did I read somewhere that your folks back in the day in San Francisco um, had a church? Wait a minute, say that again. Did your parents have a church in San Francisco back in the day? No, they did not have a church. We just belonged to a church. Oh, okay. No, they weren't, they, they, they weren't ministers or anything like that. Now, my uncle, my father's brother, he was a minister, but they were never uh, ministers in a church. No, we just belong to a, a, a church in San Francisco. I grew up in a church in San Francisco. Uh, what neighborhood did you grow up in here in the city? Oh, gosh. Well, I, when I was born, I lived just below um, 
you know where Spears was? I guess it still is the um, Gary up there near oh. Masonic. It is oh, yeah. Sears on Gary, yeah. Uh, that Gary, would be Gary yeah, and Masonic. I will, I, well, Post Street is like a, a, a the next block over Post Street. I grew up. I was born there on Post Street. Wow. Well, when I moved as a child, I lived on Fell Street. Wow, you have an incredible of, memory. Yeah. Oh, Fell and um, um, Steiner, yeah. Okay, we, I know these areas too. Yeah, Fell and Steiner. Um, wow. Do you? I went to uh, Polytechnic High School, which is right below uh, UC Medical Center. Okay, yeah. Do you get back to uh, San Francisco a lot or not very often? A couple of times a year. Depends. Mm. A couple of times a year, yeah. I can't wait to come and see you perform. Yes, I'm so excited. And I I had another question for you, something we were discussing when we were listening to your single. Uh, we We were talking about... Uh, how it how it all came to be back in the day that you became such uh, an icon for the gay community. I know that the Weather Girls uh, uh, really helped with that. Uh, but what came first? Was it the work that you were doing with Sylvester uh, that yeah. brought you into the gay community, or was it that the gay clubs were playing all the good music? No, it 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 stems all the way back to Sylvester when we were his backup singers, known as Two Times of Fun. That's how it started. Um, we started uh, playing in the clubs with him. And, 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 and the gay audience just, just followed us, you know. Um, we used to play a lot on uh, Polk Street. Polk oh, yeah. And Larkin. Yeah. Uh, at the, it, was, it was a small club called The Palm. Uh, I'm sorry, what was the name the of palm, it? The Palm. The palm. palm. Like a palm tree. Oh, yeah, The mm-hmm. Palm. Yeah, it's called The Palm Cafe. And we would play there maybe two or three nights a week. And oh. then it just grew from it, it, it grew from there. And a lot of times we would play in the Pastro at a, a club called The Elephant Walk. Oh, yeah, I know. I remember The Elephant Walk. Yeah, we would play there a few times as well. So it just grew from that, yes singing with Sylvester and him uh, well people already knew him in the gay community because he was already a singer uh, and had recorded and all of that stuff and but then he kind of um, I want to say reformed himself and started a new band and singers and that's where I and my and Isora came in when he started uh, Sylvester and Two Tons of Fun and then it went on from there so yes Wow. He, I mean, you know, he was around for a long time, even before us. But with Isor and myself, um, it just grew. It just grew. It's it's really amazing. And, and we were also discussing about how incredible it is that uh, uh, you as, as a solo artist and also the uh, work that you did with the Weather Girls uh, and other work after that, how... Even work that you did with the Weather Girls has remained such an anthem for the gay community and how people, even kids now, they hear that first uh, first part of uh, It's Raining Men and they mm-hmm. just go bananas uh, for yeah, it and yeah. run out onto the dance floor. And it's just a beautiful thing uh, coming from this community that you have just, pardon the pun, weathered through all this. 
Yeah. That was funny cruising. That's a good one. It's like, yeah, don't quit your day job. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I will say this. I will say this. Initially, when we, uh, when we recorded the song, Paul Jabara, uh, who was one of the writers for the song, he really, really begged us to record the song. And we kept saying, no, you've got to be kidding. And he kept saying, no, I need you to record this song. I know this song is going to be a hit. And, you know, we just laughed and said, right, Paul, sure, you know. Oh. No, 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 no. I, he really literally begged us to record the song. What, how did you finally him. give in? What was the breaking point? <laughs> we just laughed. I think it was in a way kind of... Um, to not necessarily help, I guess, to appease him. That's the word I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. Kind of, kind of to appease him, you know. And we said, uh, okay, you know. And uh, a day or so later, we went into the studio and recorded it in less than ninety, about ninety minutes. When we walked out of the studio, and said, <gasps> okay, see you later, Paul. Ninety minutes? Wow, you dropped those lyrics in ninety minutes. That's amazing. Yeah, it was about ninety minutes, and that was it. We just walked out and said, okay, see you later. <laughs> and, you know, we went on back. Seriously, and, we went on and, back to, uh, and you, and yeah, you have Burns. And that was that. Then what, how long did it take before you started hearing it on the radio? Oh, maybe, probably less than six months. Oh, not, that's not wow. too long. Did, did it sound I'm, totally I'm, different I'm, yeah. than what you thought it would at the end, the end result? I think I said, okay, hey, sounds pretty good, you know. <laughs> and then, you know, little by little, it really kind of, uh, uh, a storm kind of took over it, and, and, and Paul really, really promoted that song as far as going to different clubs and stuff and asking the DJs to play the acetate. Do that's, you still get... what they were playing. Do you still mm -hmm. get royalties for that song? Um, since I didn't write the song or anything like that, no, oh. no. But as a performer of the song, you get some royalties from it. Yeah. Awesome. Now okay. that's right. You are you 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 are a writer as well. What um songs have you worked on as a writer? Uh, I did one of the songs from my Something Good album in collaboration with Zach Adam, who produced my album itself, and uh, also one of the songs. Um, I'm not coming down with uh, Brandy Alexander and um, oh God, what's his name? I can't. Remember. I'm trying to remember his name. That's that's okay. Another writer. Uh, I'm not coming down. That was, that's uh, a Jim, great Jim song. Carol. Oh, okay. Jim Carol Ann. Yeah. Uh huh. And of, of course, uh, something good. That's off your 2013 album, which is a bit of a departure for what people were used uh, to hearing from you. Um, you know, you're. That's what I wanted. And you wanted that, and. Um, yeah. Uh, and you know um you uh, that's a great album folks you should go right now to itunes if you want to get into it it's called something good martha wash that's where i downloaded my copies th this afternoon um is that your favorite track i'm not coming down oh i think probably i've got you okay and also uh it's my time it's it, my time mm-hmm 
Okay, so I have a curious question. Go ahead, Sean. Who is your favorite diva besides yourself? (laughs) Besides myself. (laughs) Yes, Um, that is a question. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I'd say uh, Aretha Franklin. Oh, Oh, good choice. Yes. Awesome choice. Uh, What was it like working with her on Freeway to Love? I never worked on her. I've, I've never worked with her. Oh. I wish I had, but I've never worked with her. Darn, I nope. thought I had read that you guys were the... Nope. No, I not true. Do, I didn't do any any of the background work on that. Okay, my bad. Sorry. No, that's a constant... You're, you're not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> you're not the only... Uh, other people have asked me that, and I'm trying to figure out, where did they find out? What it, it's, I'll, I'll tell you where. Yeah. Somewhere, I think it's on uh, one of the bios on, on the web. Um, it, no. It's listed as that. Yeah, that's strange. No. I wish I had, but no, <laughs> that's not happened. Have you ever met her? I've been close twice. <laughs> <laughs> But never, never met her face-to-face, no. Well, you know, from one queen to another, you, you realize people title you as the undisputed queen of Clubland. Well. It's true. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, look, while I appreciate that, I'm, I'm trying to move past that as well and not be just confined. You know what I'm saying? I and do, I do. One, one specific area of music. I've never, ever wanted that. And I've always maintained that I'm not just a one-genre artist, you know. Well, you're not. I mean, um, looking at your discography, you've been on the R&B charts, dance charts, pop charts, and country. No, not country. Not yet. (laughs) Uh, what, um, What would you say is your driving wheel at this point of your life? Oh, gosh. I guess continuing to make good music where it causes people to be happy, to reflect, and just feel good. Um, A song that really just kind of makes them feel good. You know, as a fan and a um, a person who's bought many of your songs over the years that's exactly what you've been doing i when i hear you know the end product i feel happy don't you sean absolutely i'm (laughs) all about happy vocal music and diva music well it's it's so good i mean what you guys put out and i know it takes uh, you know a small village to get a finished song and whatnot but um oh my god you guys just hit the mark every time it's just amazing so thank you thank you so much for that oh well look we we really appreciate it you know uh, for the fans that have been with us all these many years <clears throat> and hopefully gathering new fans, you know, the younger younger people who may not exactly know who we are, but hear the music and like it and enjoy it, you know. And we're, as far as the ladies and myself are concerned, we're still very relevant women still out there working and making music and touring and those kinds of things, although you don't hear about us very often. Um, uh, we're not, you know, we're not 30 anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not 30 geared, anymore either. Know, everything seems to be geared towards the young. And there's still a lot of artists that are out there that are 
over 30 or maybe even over 40 that are still putting out good music, but you just don't hear it on mainstream radio. Sometimes you may hear it on Internet stations, and sometimes you may not, but there's still a lot of us out here, you know, working and and, and, and putting out the good music and stuff. Well, as, as a so, DJ here in San Francisco, I just turned 51, and, you know, playing music from you and from like Aretha Franklin and from the old school artist, I have an opportunity to play the music for the younger crowd here. So they still appreciate it and they love it and they dance to it every Mm -hmm. time. So, you know, bravo for always doing an amazing job. Oh, thank you very much. We really appreciate that. You know, and we, we want as many people as possible to hear the music, to enjoy it, you know, and, and, and talk about it. You know, let us know that we're doing uh, we're doing good things. Well, we're going to be talking about you here at House of Pride. Uh, you're coming into the city for this fabulous fundraising event on December seventh. You've got yeah. your your big hit with First Ladies of Disco. Show some love. Uh, that's resonating all over the world. Um, and that, in fact, one of the remixes, John Lapage is our friend from San Francisco. Uh, shout out to John. Um, yeah. And uh, you're working it out with Tony. Um, what does 2000, before we let you go, could you just give her, us a prelude of what 2016 looks like for you? Uh, getting back in the studio, mm-hmm. uh, you know, putting more music out, uh, the ladies and I going out and hitting the road and uh, uh, doing some shows. Oh, you are. You're going to hit the road. Um, does that mean like... England or in the States? Probably more so in the States right now. Mm-hmm. Now, if something comes up for the for Europe, that's fine too. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get a lot of calls over there? Likely, you, more than likely the States. Um, you know, just uh, harken back to the Weather Girls, that uh, it's ringing men was huge in England. It was number two. Uh, do they do they still call you like for bookings and whatnot? Do they want you over there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was there, um, was that the early? No, I was there last year. Oh, okay. Yeah. That... I did this festival over there. So, oh, yes, they still, they still know the music. They still know the artists, all of that. All of that, yes. Oh, that's good. I'm glad that it's still, mm-hmm. that's st- still there. I can't wait to um, see what comes out of your... 2016 studio sessions um are you working with new producers or some of the uh ones you've worked with before uh probably working with zach again and then hopefully working with uh another producer well, i'm not going to say right now okay yeah. <laughs> yes you keep know, the secret keep, keep the secret yeah, you have to keep it up in the air there for a minute okay <laughs> um it's all good it's all good um Thank you so much. I know it's late over there in New York. You know, it's it's only 7.20 here. <laughs> Thank you for taking the time to be with us. Uh, and we, you know, we just love you here in San Francisco. Uh, s- uh, safe travels. And um, we hope you can visit us again sometime. Very good. Love to. Oh, fabulous. All right. All right. Everyone say goodbye to the fabulous Martha Wash. Goodbye, Martha. Bye, Martha Such Martha Wash. a pleasure to talk to you. you you all take care, all right? Thanks so much. You we love too. you. Have a great night. Thanks. All right, you too. Thank uh, you. All right, bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, my God, that was so nice, wasn't it? Oh, my I God. I love her. What a I'm sweetheart. Like...
I'm shaking. Are you? We have a message from Brian Kent to Martha. Check it out. Hey, Martha. This is your old pal, Brian Kent. I just wanted to give you a shout out and send you some love and thank you for all of the inspiration you've given me over the years. It's always been such a thrill to perform alongside you and call you a friend. And I always know when everything's blue, I know I've got you. Best of luck on your benefit, and I hope to see you soon. Lots of love. Bye. Oh, my God. This is where it all started, folks. Sylvester with Martha Washington. Oh my God, I'm just reeling from that interview with Martha Wash. How generous of her to, to um, give us the time of day. Give us 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> give us 30 minutes. She's so gracious. I and... wanted to get down on my knees. I was like, I'm not worthy. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. She was so... You never say something like that to Cruz and She was so unbelievably gracious oh. and sweet. I just... I want to meet her in person now. Oh, I know, totally. Yeah. Totally, she, right? You know, I'm, I mean, even if we were in the same you know, room, I I would feel something. Yes. Well, you might have your opportunity to meet her in person at the fabulous Help is on the Way for the Holidays Holiday Concert and Gala this December 7th at the Marine Memorial uh, Club on Sutter Street in beautiful downtown San Francisco. That's the Richmond Emirate Aid Foundation 14th year fundraiser. 14, they've been doing it for 14 years. That's a long time, cruising. It's an incredibly long time. I, I can't believe that they've been doing it for that long. But, you know, good for them <laughs> that they're uh, raising money for a good cause. And Martha Wash is so graciously coming all the way out here to San Francisco to pitch in and give a little bit back to the community. Oh, there's a lot of other artists performing. I don't know where that that went, I'm but like, um, where's, where's that list? Oh, here it is. Oh, one of Ta-da. our local friends, uh, Jason Brock, is going to be in there performing. Uh, Martha Wash, as we said, a whole bunch of artists. Mary Wilson's coming from the Supreme. Mary Wilson. Mm-hmm. Wow, nice. Yeah, it's a big event. They've been doing it, like I said, for 14 years, benefiting the. Um, What's that word? Aguilera's and Larkin Street Youth Services. That's the holiday concert and gala. Get your tickets now, folks, uh, by calling 415-273-1620. Good pitch. That was really amazing. If anyone would like to call us and and chat with us, 415-550-0511. (sighs) You put me on the spot, and I did it. I can't believe it. I'm sweating right now. Oh, my God. We should, so- we, we should have really asked if Martha Wash is going to the VIP after party, which is at the bottom of that flyer. Martha, if you're listening, oh, girl, can, you can we back? call? Can we call you back, please? Just for... Yes, and... and We're not call- it's 1030 in, over there. It's no, like- she's probably getting her slippers on and getting ready to get to bed. Uh-huh, sure. Enjoying this nice glass of Chardonnay. I know. Yes. yes, that does she sound. Deserves it. She's worked actually, hard a nice glass of Chardonnay sounds good right now. You're right. Should we all go to the bar and get a nice glass of Chardonnay? I'm not allowed to drink before work. You're not. Oh, that's oh. good for you. There are rules. Rules. Not even a little bitty drink. No. Oh Lord, have mercy. I prefer not to anyway. 
All right. Well, are you allowed to have a soda? Yeah, but I can have that for free at Badlands. They're so generous. <laughs> yes. <laughs> free, free soda, free water. No, I like Badlands. I do. I do, too. Yeah. You know what? Actually, everyone I work with there, everyone who's a bartender and barback and the staff, they're all so friendly and nice. I really, I'm truly blessed to be working there. They, it's a great crew. It is a great crew. Yes. Les Natelli does a very good job of hiring the right people to make you feel comfortable. comfortable. Absolutely. Yes. Cruising. There's yes. a nice bathroom at Badlands. There is a nice bathroom there's at three, Badlands. But there's I, three of them. So I'm going to claim mine right now. Mine is the one by the coat check door. Don't you dare go there. Oh, you're right. There is those. I have already ones. sullied that one. So um, sorry. I probably sullied it before you did. <laughs> you're all a bunch of whores. Well. And here you are, Tweeka. Still living with the same ex-boyfriend. Ring, you're ring, a Babylonian whore. It's the pot would like to talk to the kettle. <laughs> I've given up sex. Oh. Right, sure. That's what they all say as they're walking around the castle with their little dogs. <laughs> I only have one dog. And their iPhones looking mm-hmm. at certain Jack, websites. Jack and Grinder and Growler and Scruff and oh my. <laughs> well, you have a boyfriend now, so you're out of the market. Absolutely. What about you, Cruzen? Uh, well, I'm married with a with a child and a woman. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. My husband uh, is home right now, uh, listening to us. He is actually listening to us. Husband, call uh, so us we at have six, five, So five, we have sixteen listeners. Why won't he call us? I because that's just the way he is. He's, okay, he's persnickety. He is, and difficult to be with. Well, tell you what, if if a hot circuit boy calls in the next ten minutes, mm-hmm. I have something special to give away. Oh, this <gasps> is this is what we love to do in House okay. of Pride. So for the third caller, they get. I will put them on the guest list for the next Underworld, which is in two weeks. If you would like to win a ticket to Underworld, call us at four one five 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 zero zero five one one. Be the third caller, and you will get a free pass. You plus a friend. Uh, I will how, put a plus one. Know? What's that phone number? I'm gonna. What's the phone number again? <laughs> yes, text your friends because I can't get online to share that information. Darn. Yeah. That's okay. People better be listening. Can I call in? No. What? No, girl, you can't win. You're, <laughs> You're married, girl. No, 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 no. Uh, so how do you know they're going to be a hot circuit boy? Do they have to send their picture? <laughs> I, I want to see a picture, absolutely. Uh, okay, fantastic. And, well, I mean, I know a lot of people here in San Francisco, so I'm assuming that maybe It'll be someone, someone you I know. know. Yes, <gasps> who's not already on my list. Yes, yeah, so come on, boys, make that phone ring. Make it happen. Miss Tweeka Turner is sitting here with bated breath waiting for that phone to... I'm holding my breath until the phone rings. <gasps> <laughs> Tweeka, we've talked about this. Okay. It's posting online as we speak. He's we, so we, good. Look at we her have go. Not, we have nine minutes left. Her little fingers are just a tap, tap, tapping over there on that computer. Putting it all up there. I've never had this opportunity to do this. It's I like can't let, my let, breath let, anymore. Let, Let's let, us play. It's ringing, man. <laughs> again? No, no, no. We let's didn't play let's it pick four. Oh, did we? I'm like, hi. How many times have we heard it? Three? Sixteen. Okay. All right. Well, I want to play one Weathers Girl song. Oh. This is. I'm gonna wash that man right out of my hair. 
Todd, and we're back at House of Pride Radio. Hello. How are you, Cruzan? I am doing really well. I am doing some social media uh, 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 promotion right now. Yes, See what yes. we can drum up. Okay. What kind of trouble can we get into in the next 27 minutes let's, while we're still Let's on make the... crank calls at this point. Oh, can we order pizza for somebody? Oh, geez. Can we call Gus? Yes, call Gus here. <laughs> no, you know what? He's not going to answer. He's in Lake Tahoe. All right. Well, let's wrap up the show then. How about that? Okay. okay. Sounds fair. What? So let's reiterate. You are at? I'm going to be at Bedlands tonight. Mm-hmm. I am at Splash in San Jose on Thursday night. On Saturday night, I am playing Jump at the basement in the Tenderloin. And on Sunday, I will be back at Badlands. And where will you be tonight, cruising? Tonight, I'm going to go home and put my little feet up and get ready for tomorrow night's bash at Balançois at 10 p.m. And uh, everybody should come out and see a whole slew of fabulous performers at Balançois at 10 p.m. tomorrow night. It's not your mama's drag show. It ain't your mama's drag show. What is it? It's it's Cruising Deleuze drag show. <laughs> A mishmash, a variety of crazy acts, music, and drag queens. And everything else in between. You will go, you will leave the venue a different person. (laughs) Oh, that's... Wow. So So, you're having makeup pointers also? Yes. Would you like some makeup pointers? Type your name so I can add you on Facebook. Oh. As we do social media, I'm like... We're all doing social media right now. I need to have these important drag queens on my Facebook. Oh, that's nice. There she is, cruising Delu, right at the top. Awesome. I hear a phone ringing. Uh, it's uh, Poyle Del Mar, actually. I'm uh, talking to her. I'm trying to get her to call to call us in. Oh, why doesn't she call? She tells she has two minutes to call. And win tickets to what's the event called? Gus presents Underworld, the pajama party. Saturday, Here's Nove- a prelude to Saturday November 21st from 10 p.m. until 4 a.m. at Club Six. This is Lulu's theme song for tomorrow. <laughs> You know, <laughs> oh my god, I didn't know Whitney Houston's daughter performed this song Stop. before she. You are gonna get us in such big trouble, <laughs> Mr. I oh, please, like Bobby Brown is listening. This song has more reverence today <laughs> in my neighborhood. Oh, yes, it does. In the tender knob. <laughs> the tender knob. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I wish you all the best, folks. Um, tomorrow at Balance Bar, starting at 9:30 p.m., be there. And tonight, let's all go over and dance to Sean Perry's music at Badlands. Yes, Badlands. Badlands. I will even play the first ladies of disco's new song. 
Really? Yes, yes, I have the video. It's actually really good. Oh, all three of them in there? Yes, the they are. They are. I would love to see that. Yeah. Will you play it right away when I go there with you? Sure. Okay. Can you play it right now? Oh, wait. That's oh, not right going to work. It's sure. not going to work here. Actually, YouTube, I, I, I start at 9 p.m. Yes, and it is on YouTube. Yeah. It's a Razor and Guido remix on the video. It's it's to die for. When I first found the song, I was like, I love the song. And then I found the video at Badlands. I'm like, oh, my God. What history to have, like, these three amazing artists. I know. Yeah. Together. That's yes. so hard to bring people together. <laughs> yes. The, the vocals on the video are so good, and they all look amazing. And, yeah, they're spinning around on this dish. Oh, let's yeah. watch that right yeah, now. Yeah, the, the video the video is really cute. It is really cute. All right. If cute, I'm going to take a selfie. Okay. Well, oh. folks, thank you for joining in. Uh, do join us next Wednesday. We're going to have fabulous guests, Tony Moran with us, and surprises galore. All right, everyone, say goodbye. Bye. Oh, uh, now we get a phone call. Raquel. We never talked to Raquel. Should we answer it? Thank you for calling House of Craig Radio. This is Sean. Hey, Sean. This is John. I was calling to talk to Cruz and Duluth. Hold on one moment. You can hang the phone up and talk through the mic. Oh, we can we can hang the phone up and talk to talk through the mic. Hello. Hello. Who's there? Hi, Cruz, and this is John. John, did you call for the free tickets? I did cruise in Duluth. I'm oh. down in Star Free. Well, uh, congratulations, John. You won a <laughs> pair of tickets to the next. Gus presents Underworld on Saturday, November 24th, 21st. Oh, how fun for you, John. John, are you going to Balançois tomorrow night at 9 I'm sorry, I can't hear you, Cruising. Can you speak up a little? I'm sorry. Can I? <laughs> are you going to Balançois tomorrow night uh, at 9.30 for the uh, Ain't Your Mama's Drag Show? Yeah, you're doing it. That's your show, right? It is my show. And are you coming? No, he's not. I will be there, Cruzin. <laughs> oh. Well, anybody who's anybody will be there. <laughs> oh, well, don't put I'm the sorry. pressure on now. <laughs> I'm sorry. That That's a way to like, be hostile to the, our patrons. Y you can take care of this end of the bay, and I'm going to take yeah. care of the other end of so, the bay. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of hose in between John. that bay. So, John, congratulations. This is Tweeka. Uh, you won the tickets. All you need to do now is email on Facebook uh, DJ Sean Perry for details. All right. I will do that. Sean? Actually, we'll, we'll, we'll take your information here off the phone and oh, off yeah. the air. Oh, yes. I'll get it down for you. Oh, hold on just a second. Uh, okay, perfect. Okay, thank you, honey. Thank you for calling House of Pride Radio. Bye. Bye. Oh, what's that? Was that a phone ring? Now we get I phone think so. calls. That's going to be Poyo de Mar. You know, it's so typical. We say goodbye and then the phone rings. Answer it. Oh, okay. Hello? <gasps> she was like, nope. Call us back, stranger. I know yes, who you are. Yes, whoever's there. Sometimes the phone is funny that way. Ringing that and ringing. Like Can we call out? Call. Now going off the wall, folks. I can't believe it. At the very last 11th hour. Hello, House of Cards Radio. Hello.
Who's this? This is Pollo Del Mar. Hi, Pollo. Oh, my God. It's Pollo Del Mar. Hi. <laughs> How you I doing? Got urgent, I got an urgent 911 text from Cruz and Duluth. Hi, hi, Pollo. She win tickets too, or is that was you know. Hello, Mr. Lou. Hi, Pollo Del Mar. How are you today, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, this is one of the legends of San Francisco, uh, the famous and wonderful and actually really, really sweet Pollo Del Mar. Oh my. Oh, I got to curl in there with you because she'll correct you on all those things. Well, <laughs> we're not, not going to correct him. I'll, I'll correct him because clearly I'm in Pearl, the know. Pearl will, will set you straight in a minute. If she's not already passed out in the studio. As I imagine she's blacked out in the studio, doesn't even know where she is. She's Pearl, not even here. Per, she, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. she had one too many Pearl Teenies in the East Bay and wasn't allowed back on the BART train. <laughs> She'll be on the first oh, train uh, out tomorrow. <laughs> so, yeah, Poyo, do you happened. do you have anything big coming up soon that you want to give a give a plug to? The, I, you know what? I actually right now, the most exciting thing going on in my life is that I've been doing a whole series of. Um, you guys may or may not know, but I'm a huge professional wrestling fan, and in addition to doing drag, I'm a journalist. So, and I, I've been writing for the last number of years for the Huffington Post. And just a few weeks ago, um, I got promoted, if you will, or actually given the opportunity to start doing pro wrestling features on the sports channel of Huffington Post, which is kind of cool. I'm the only drag queen writing uh, for the Huffington Post sports. So and I just published a big article today. It's been really fun. Today's been a really fun day. So awesome. I, I love it. What's, where can we read the article? Is it online? Yeah. I mean, the easiest way to find any of my work writing for the Huffington Post is if you just Google Poyo Del Mar and Huffington Post, it'll pull all of it up. But um, I don't have a, there's not a direct link. It's not like something very simple. So my strong suggestion, if you want to read, and it's, it's great because I, of course, do mostly pop culture, entertainment, celebrity interviews. So it runs the gamut from professional wrestling, as in my recent obsession, to favorite musicians, lots and lots of girls from RuPaul's Drag Race, lots of fun stuff relating to the gay community because the two channels that I write for are gay voices in sports, believe it or not. So, <laughs> Wow, that's a what a combo. <laughs> really, really, really diverse, exactly. And I have to tell you, Poyo, I loved your hat at Splash on Halloween. I'm sorry I wasn't there, but the pictures were magnificent. So, Well, thank you. I was really excited about Halloween because, you know, generally I as a drag queen, I think many of us who do this professionally kind of like just downplay that holiday, right? Am I, am I wrong? Am I crazy? Or most no, of you're right. Like, yeah, like I'll leave this to the, you know, I'll leave this to the kids. But this year, I had just come back from Hawaii and doing that national pageant. I felt really creative. Like I was like, oh, my juices are flowing. <laughs> so I had this, um, I know, right? Like uh, talk about something you need to be plugged if you got your juices flowing. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, uh, I had this concept in my head. I had that beautiful gown that was created for the, the pageant, and I was like, oh, this could be really cool. So I built that headdress and put it all together, and, and I had a really wonderful time. The, the San Jose kids um, are so much fun to me. They, you know, they are, I, I think I just am spoiled you know, by being here in San Francisco. We're kind of spoiled it for me because it's so familiar. Mm -hmm. But San Jose like, knows how to treat a lady, and so does Sacramento, believe it or not. Like that is there, that's a shocker. Me, like I'm yeah. on drag race. So So wait, are you going up on on November 20th for Ronnie's b 
birthday blowout with Martika? I am going to be working. Um, I have to talk to Ronnie about that because I am. I'm doing that whole tour basically with him. Awesome. Um, so it's going to be fun. We got like Delta Work and uh, Mayhem Miller and Martika, like which is so random. Like how Ronnie came about this <laughs> idea of having Martika at his birthday party. You know, because he has some really classic, bizarre tastes. But I'm really, I'm really kind of excited to go and see Martika. I've never seen her live. Okay, so let me tell you, I have, and because I was there with Ronnie when we, when he came up with this idea, he's like, "Girl, girl, I'm going to get Martika for my birthday party," Um, because we were in Seattle for this year's Pride. We skipped San Francisco Pride and we went to Seattle. Ronnie and I went together. Yeah, I remember Um, that. I was his babysitter. Uh, <laughs> oh my God! Were you paid like a thousand dollars for that weekend for that job? No, but he did pay for my flight. So okay. He he paid for me to go up there so that he wouldn't get too boozy and and like pass out somewhere and miss his flight or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I went with him and babysat him all weekend. He was delightful. He was only marginally boozed up. And um, we happened to catch a performance by Martika at the Bolt up there and. Um, the bolt, the buckle, the something. It's some kind of a something or other. It's like leathery related. <laughs> anyway, uh-huh. the, the, I don't know, whatever. So we, we saw her perform and like it was hilarious because it was, a, it was a fun little like street fair, kind of like it closed off the little street. It was sort of like a Castro street fair type of thing. And Ronnie and like 20 other people and I were like pushed up against the stage like shrieking like 12-year-old girls from all. And, like, everybody else was just could not have cared. But Ronnie was like, I'm totally getting Martika for my birthday party. <laughs> but but she, she was great live, I'll tell you. She was great. She was fun. Very pleasant. So it's going to be fun to work with her. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. This is going to be a crazy you know, night. Crazy night. I can't wait. So, yeah, totally. I mean, between the fact that, you know, Toy Soldiers was anthemic in my high school formative years, and the fact that she <laughs> later became a protege of Prince, I really want to get all the details from her. You know, I'm like, oh, I'm tell sure. me about this. Tell me more. You know who Martika is. Yes. I remember yes. Toy Soldier. Yes. That was a good step one. Step by step, heart to heart. <laughs> Wasn't her follow-up the, uh, the in Martika's Kitchen? Um, that was off the next album. That was the next album title. Um, the follow-up to that actual song was The Earth Moves Under My Feet. Oh, that's but, right. That actually resonated on the charts, too, didn't it? Yeah. It was a, it was a top, that was a top 40 hit. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, you're bringing back all these memories. <laughs> and then Martika's Kitchen was a top 10 hit, too. So, so yeah. And then um, she sort of, like, fell into obscurity. But, you know, what? this is the, the thing that, like, was a big deal at the time. She had come off of Kids Incorporated. She had been an actress, a child actress on Kids Incorporated. Mm-hmm. Or it might have been the electric company, but I'm pretty sure it was Kids Incorporated. So Martika had a number one single with Toy Soldiers and another follow-up top ten. And then she went off to become a mom and do life things, you know, and grown-up things. That's so, so cool. That's so cool. chill with her at Ronnie's birthday party. Hey. Hey. So, Poyle, tell us about when your song, If I Had a Pussy, I'll Rule the World, will come out. Oh, my God. How about I have been so busy, I haven't even done any work on getting that released. Oh, it's okay. Sitting, 
all in a folder. Um, it needs to be put together. I'm thinking at this juncture, it's going to be coming out close to Christmas. So you'll be able to buy my song at Christmas. It's oh, perfect. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> it's the perfect uh, stocking stuffer. Exactly. <laughs> like, you go ahead and stuff my stockings. Well, oh it's God. that time. I'm... We It's 7.50. We've got to wrap up House of Pride for another week. Um, we miss you. Come on back soon. I will, Tweeka. I will. I will. So, would you mind if, for contacting me oh you're welcome would you mind if uh could i can i have your permission to play like a minute of my remix that i did for you yes absolutely okay so oh. we're, we're going to close it out with poil tomorrow and it's an exclusive folks uh if i had it a is. pussy i'll rule the world poil tomorrow thank awesome. you poyo nice to talk to you poyo thank, see thank you soon you, you are so sweet bye 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 wraps it up for house of pride radio another episode episode 106 join us next week tony moran is in the house thank you so much Cruz and delu oh it was my pleasure tweeka turner to be here i love you san francisco and have a wonderful night and i love you tweeka turner and i'll see you tomorrow night i love you too cruising good night everyone good night san francisco
Thanks. Ed, can you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternative to smoking. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby. Good, because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again. And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4altacalifornia.com. That's 4altacalifornia.com for a non-addictive, pharmaceutical-free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4altacalifornia.com. Join us every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. for Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin, bringing you the best of San Francisco's underground comedy scene here every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. It's only $2. You can bring your own beer and listen to comedy here every Friday, 8 to 10 p.m., 21st in Florida. It's mutinyradio.fm. The House of Pride radio show, LGBT radio for everyone. Funky interviews, funky beats, talking drag queens, and much, much more. It's LGBT radio for everyone. Listen live every Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m. House of Pride Radio, LGBT radio for everyone. Celebrating the considerable contributions of the LGBT community in San Francisco and beyond. Every Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m. Listen here for hot new local beats by LGBT artists and listen to live interviews. Tune in, turn on, every Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m., House of Pride Radio with drag queen personalities, Tweeka Turner and Pearl T. Are you sick of reading the news? Do you even bother to read the news anymore? Do you need someone to read it to you because it's just so disgusting and depressing? If so, then the Weekly Review is the show for you. Join Roman Reimer as Roman reads the news, whether it be LGBTQ issues, cannabis legalization, prison abolition, police brutality, or many other issues that sometimes the media just doesn't feel the need to cover. Listen in, Fridays at noon, Mutiny Radio. Roman's also joined by activists, community organizers, artists, and many other great folks working to make the world a better place. Have no fear. The news is here. And if you feel like yelling about it, well then Roman will be yelling with you. The Weekly Review, Fridays at noon, on Mutiny Radio. Hello, comrades. This is your comrade, Zach Wiseman, host of government-sponsored program, Communist Folding Chairs, mandated by the Kremlin to occur every Monday, 2 to 4 p.m. 
broadcast by our comrades at mutinyradio.fm. Sit, relax, listen to my comrades in stand-up comedy march honorably through their cold, balanced sets, and other comrades make fun of them. Because in Mother Russia, if you can't laugh about starving for turn-up and beat and attention, you are a capitalist pig, and the KB- KGB will visit you shortly. Every Monday, 2 through 4 p.m. Looking to invest in the future of your community? MutinyRadio.fm and the Boys and Girls Club Mission Clubhouse needs your help. Please donate to keep the radio classrooms 